What's up, everybody? <clears throat> Should have cleared my throat before I started a video, huh? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff kind of going on. Um, a lot of questions, a lot of stuff popping off. What's up, Mr. Johnson? Uh, <laughs> Paul, welcome. So, <clears throat> I got to say, I, so I was actually, I'm quite proud of myself this week. I've I've basically made about two grand profit on swing trading Bitcoin this week, and uh, I'm, I'm I've been getting more active in in experimenting with uh, different indicators and and kind of better understanding oh, just so much so much of this stuff is really starting to come to me, and I still don't want I still don't like I'm not going to make any public predictions on technical analysis. But um, because some of what I've been doing has been kind of seeing a, a picture and then just getting a gut instinct. Um, you know, it's, it's so much of what I do, and I know this is not right. And that's one of the reasons why I don't tell everybody this is what I see. This is exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be A or B. I don't do any of that stuff because I still don't trust my own TA. Every time I make a swing trade... I lose my shit until I get until I go back. Um and so it's <clears throat> it's kind of a big deal, but I, you know, last night I shorted Bitcoin and I was just free. So here was my philosophy. This was my train of thought last night. <clears throat> so I was looking at the charts. I'll go ahead and pull it up. Um Run for the unicorns. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to be here. Um, well, <clears throat> I guess before I go into the Bitcoin stuff, I'll go ahead and tell everybody about Run for the Unicorns. For those that you, that, for those of you that don't know, uh, I am going to be speaking at this Run for the Unicorns event on May second. I think it's going to be sometime during that evening. Um, but the whole thing goes from April 29th to May 4th, and it's basically leading into the Kentucky Derby. Hotel rooms downtown Louisville are insanely priced right now. $1,200, $1,300 a night. I mean, it's stupid the way these hotels are gouging everybody. Supply and demand. I mean, you know, I, hotels, that I guess they have to make their money um, any way they can. But this is going to be at University Club, University of Louisville. Um, I got a room just outside of Louisville, which I, I mean, you can get rooms just outside of Louisville for like 200 something bucks. So it's not insanely terrible. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, Airbnb, Airbnb, I hear, has some opportunities. But um I, I would love to see everybody go to this thing. I've been working with these guys. We're doing kind of a cross promotional type thing. Like they're helping with Chainwise and Crow's Nest. Um, I'm helping to promote them. The speaker schedule still hasn't been finalized, but the speakers, um, you know, there's 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 me. Um, and I noticed uh, Chrissy Cook. I think she actually follows the channel a lot. I noticed she retweets a lot of my stuff on Twitter. So thank you, Chrissy Cook. I appreciate it. And I look forward to meeting you. Um, and, and there's just, there's a lot of really interesting people. And I, this is, this is definitely more, um, 
I kind of feel like this is more of a big wig type event. But I, I mean, because there are a lot of different CEOs and a lot of, I think this is overall just a big business kind of convention with that's, you know, about blockchain as well. So, you know, a lot of big sponsors, it can be real pricey depending on, you know, the packages. Oh, crow your coins. Uh, it can be pretty expensive, up to 50 grand for a Superfecta, <laughs> uh, which gives you like a lot of marketing and a lot of different um, perks and things like that. So, um, and I know there's going to be like a big party. I'm planning to be at this party. I'm, I've got some friends that live in Louisville. Uh, they're going to be joining my wife and I, and it's just, it's going to be a good time. And so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this and it's pretty close. It's only like, uh, I don't know, like an hour and a half from me. So, um, but I'm, I'm, we're basically going to come on May 2nd and then we're just going to stay through the weekend. And so I'm going to be there a lot. I'm going to be going through the convention hall, um, <clears throat> checking out all the booths, meeting everybody. I'm supposed to have a booth as well uh, for Crow's Nest, but I haven't bought anything yet for one. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, it's it's I'm, I'm kind of always trying to get more information. Like, what's happening here? What am I doing here? Like, it's information's been a little scarce, I will say that. Uh, but you know, I'm sure it's one of those things. It's all going to come together, but by the time it does, I, I'm not going to have time to order shit. So I doubt I'm even going to have a booth at this thing. I'll probably just be passing out cards and such. Um, it's crow o'clock. Yes, it is. Um, so, but I, you know, if you can make it, you can afford it. Definitely. I think it's going to be worth attending. I've never been to run for the unicorns before, but I'm hearing a lot of really cool things and it just sounds like it's going to be a great time. Like it's a huge, there's a huge party. So it's, it's going to be cool. So anyway, here we go. So basically, and this is, this was one cool thing last night. So I was, where was I? I was about here. Um, or was it here? This is a four hour candle. So I ended up selling the my Bitcoin at like 52.20. So I was watching these two candles. So it was it was somewhere right about here. And and I'm watching this thing, and it was already getting real late. And the 13 EMA had, had just previously crossed down over the 34, which is the one primary indicator I used to always use for making trades. And I just had this feeling like we had this pump with Bitcoin and then it's just been kind of sideways with more dips. And I'm like looking at the volume and I'm thinking, man, there's some pretty strong sell volume. And we're just now getting into the wee hours of Asia. And I'm thinking this dip is basically, like, Asia is going to wake up to this, see this, and they're going to sell because they're thinking, wow, America's dumping on us. That was my thought. And that's one of the benefits to me staying up so late every night. I mean, I can easily be up until 3.30, 4 a.m. Because what I do is I sit here, I paint these models while I'm watching a slew of different 
indicator videos. I'll watch an hour and a half long instructional video on different indicators. And then I, and I have a whole bunch of them because I watch them all more than once. I'll watch them all two, three times because I'm listening and I pick up different things as I listen to each one while I'm working. And then if I hear something really cool that kind of clicks with me, I'll turn my chair and I get to the chart and then I reference it with what I'm hearing. And a lot of what I'm doing is ultimately I'm doing, it's kind of my research to help me in trading, but ultimately I'm trying to, I, I want to understand and learn enough of it so that I can start really helping you guys. That's really the ultimate end goal here. Um, so anyway, I decided, okay, I'm just going to sell because I think this is, I think Asia's going to wake up and they're going to sell when they see these candles, when they wake up to these red candles. And that's exactly what happened. I was right. I was nervous. I don't know of a time where I've ever tried to make a swing trade and went to sleep out of Bitcoin. And the last couple times I freaked out last minute before I went to sleep. I'm like, I can't take it anymore. I bought back in and I woke up and the price was higher than it was when I went to sleep. This time I was so exhausted and I just, because I, I would have stayed up all night if I could and just watched it all happen because that's how anxiety ridden I get when I make these charts because I'm not confident yet. Guys like Tone Vase and, 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 you know, Jacob and these guys, I mean, it's like a big game to them. They're, they're in or they're out, you know, even Tone Vase. He's like, you know, all the shit he's done all for the past year, he's only made like three or four trades the whole year. And most of them have been shorting. So, I mean, those trades are pretty easy to do when it's like uh, obviously a bear market and you expect a price to go to $1,500 or whatever. But when the market is like this and I feel like it's been transitioning into more of a bull market, it's a it's a scarier thing. Um, and I, I kind of know it's like, you know, you can't effectively learn without taking those risks. I have to... In order for me to truly understand, you know, the value of indicators, the value of my intuition, I have to put, I have to, it has to be, there has to be risk associated with that. That's at least how I think. Um, and so I woke up this morning and I was at like $1,500 profit. And so I went ahead, I bought back in, um, I bought back in at a low. I I I I was I was pretty pumped. I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty pumped this morning. And it's just, you know, so basically I'm up about two grand this week in swing trades, uh in Bitcoin. And so um I was pretty happy about that. And then I saw an article that had talked about uh, you know, Asia basically basically exactly what I expected Asia to do, and that, that was what was cause for the further decline in the price throughout the evenings. Asia's taking a shit is basically what they did. And this is all about Bitcoin right now. So what's, what's funny is, is that when I was talking about the pivot reversal strategy indicators, um, quite a few of you guys pointed me to the market God indicator. And if you look at these little green buys and the little red cells, those are the market god indicators. I am finding those. Ugh, man, I am tired. I'm finding those to be incredibly useful. 
to the point where I've actually reached out to the creator on Twitter because I'd like to get him on my show and really um, I want to interview him and I would like to talk to him about his, um, you know, like how did he create it? What, what are the, what are all the different uh, signals associated with creating the buy or the sell? You know, what is the indicator looking for to establish these signals, that sort of thing. I really want to dive in deep to it because I, I really like it. And, um, you know, I, I would like to, I feel like the better I can understand the back end of the indicator, I'll be able to start really cross-referencing that to other things and, and start figuring out a pattern. So here we go. We, we may very well be starting to go a little lower. So the big question is, is will we see 4,500? Now, if I'm looking, I'm looking at the price right now on a four hour. And so we've already crossed down. The EMAs have crossed down. This little gap here between the two is continuously starting to grow and expand. The bigger it gets, the wider this gap gets, the more um, BTC to 3,700, my Kong term buy orders are set. Uh, here's the thing. In a nutshell, I think we're heading to 4,500. I do. Now, I'm not convinced of that enough to yet sell my positions again and short it again. Don't think I could handle another night of it. Um, but I do think, I think in the grand scheme of things right now, I think we're looking for that one big pullback to 4,500 or thereabouts before we see the solid, <clears throat> widely confirmed bullish transition. Um, have you heard the latest? China is banning, China is banning China. Who would ever known? Ha, 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 ha. China is doing everything they can to try and ban crypto across the board, um, which sucks, but I'm sure it won't last. Uh, <clears throat> if you look at a lot of other technical indicator guys and you look at a lot of the, the, the grand sentiment, you know, Tone Vase is still convinced we could see 3,500. I definitely think the bottom is in. I think 3,100 was the absolute bottom. I don't think we're going to see that again. I don't think we're going to go below that. Anything is possible in crypto, though, but based off of where we're at, what I've been seeing, look, when you get a wild pump like this, I mean, pretty much an overnight pump, a $1,000 increase in price, that's such an inorganic type of, of movement, and I feel like the organic movement is slowly kind of settling back to where it should be on the same time frame had that not happened, which I believe takes us to probably around 4,500. And I think that 4,500 is where the market would naturally end up being here within the next week. So, <clears throat> Tone Bays don't know what he's talking about. He is wrong more than he is right, and he's a jerk to boot. Um, I, I I have to disagree. I think Tone Vase does know what he's talking about to a great extent, but I think that his I think that his um maximalist attitude towards Bitcoin and, and how everything else is a shit coin tells me that he has delusions 
as to um, what's happening overall in the crypto space. I think he's very hell-bent on what he thinks should happen. And I think that that kind of plays a role in his uh, TA outcomes and perspective. I think he knows what he's talking about as a trader. And I, it's not even that I don't think he doesn't know what he's talking about in crypto. But whether it's a shtick or, um, or truly what he believes... I, I just I think he's off when it comes to understanding the overall um, space. Um, and he's a smart guy, you know, don't get me wrong. He's a smart guy, but I just I disagree with him about Bitcoin being it's like Highlander. You know, there can be only one. And I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, not to contradict you, but Tone Vase has been on point most of his calls. Um, <clears throat> so let me say this. Tone Vase has a, many years of experience in trading. And when we are in a, a bear market, um, it's much easier to consistently predict accurate new lows. The same way as when we end up in a confirmed bull market, I'll be able to accurately call all sorts of new highs throughout the next year. And it's not going to make me a wizard. It's just kind of, um, it's just, it's just easy. Um, so, you know, while I understand, and again, I, you know, I have to say this all the time, like, look, I look forward to seeing his new perspective. Uh, I've gone back to watching more of his, his videos and he's, um, you know, he's still gay for crow. <laughs> uh, thank you. Bravo, Charlie. Um, so, you know, it's like, I, I get it. I, I get it. And, and tone base has a lot of value to the space and he's grown very, very quickly. His channel only used to have like 40,000. I mean, he's doubled his subscribers in this bear market. What, where many of us have lost more subscribers. So, you know, it's, I, I've been going back up recently because I've been getting more active um, but you know, I, I let my channel really kind of, I would do a video a week for months and I used to feel real guilty about it, but I was just, I was so unsure about so many things and it was difficult to be inspired and to try and talk about crypto all the time when you felt like everything that you discussed would fall on deaf ears because there just wasn't a lot of activity overall. And so it was just kind of waiting things out. Um, but I, I am finding new inspiration and and uh, I really like what's kind of happening right now. So overall, do I see us hitting 4,500? Look, this here is a support line. So our support line, this is on a four-hour Ichimoku cloud. Our support line is at 4,875. The next support line is at 45, well, 4,600. No, 4,593 or so. And so we're already here. So if we end up going through this support line, and this is on a four hour, I think it's going to be that much more likely that we're going to get down to this one and, and, and very likely touch on 4,500. Um, and that's it. I, I think it's probably going to happen. If I look at it on a day chart, um, let me see. If I look at it on a day, 
Hold on. Look at it on this one. Okay. Do, 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 do. So we've got all these levels of support right here. Plus, you know, yesterday it touched on this EMA. I think the next one is going to be 4690. Um, I think we'll probably touch that. We might even touch that by Monday, I'm guessing. I don't know. It really just kind of depends. <clears throat> by Monday, we'll see where this goes. This goes, this is going to continue to go down the further out we get. And then it's going to turn bullish. So anything can happen, but I see us, I see us hitting 4,500 before we hit 6,000. Day chart still looks good. We are too spoiled. Yeah, I mean, it. It things look all right. I mean, if we're going by this Tom DeMarc indicator, well, this started a new one. So we got to the six, transitioned into a one. Now we're starting a new count. This, um, that is actually where I sold. So that's a line showing where I sold. And um, yeah. I mean that's it. Let's take a look at um some some uh some chat. Um it's all psychological. The mind can get greedy. Shit's going down for the next few weeks. Be careful out there. Hey crow, watching you eating oh. Don't know what that I don't know what you're saying, Jack. Uh, day start still, still looks good. Buy zone 36.43.99. You know, I think overall for for the average investor, for people that are still kind of trying to figure out, should I buy Bitcoin? I don't own any. Should I buy now or wait? You know, I think it's going to be a safe bet. Let's say you had a thousand bucks that you were looking to put directly into Bitcoin. Do a hundred bucks a day for the next ten days. That's what I, I mean, I'm not a financial advisor, but if I were, if I had a thousand bucks, I knew I wanted to buy into Bitcoin. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter when you buy in. I mean, it doesn't. It's so volatile that a 24 hour time period can mean drastic swings in price. But if you're, if you're thinking, well, I think it's probably going to go down too, because everybody in the world is expecting it to go down when this happens or that happens and everybody's waiting and we're creating a self-fulfilling prophecy um, if that's the case, then, um, if you're just buying in at a hundred bucks a day or a hundred bucks a week or whatever, you're just kind of averaging in, it doesn't really matter what happens because you're, you're going to basically be at an average level by the time all is said and done anyway, whether the price goes down or it goes up and back and forth and all that over a period of time. So that's probably the safest, uh, way to get into Bitcoin right now. But, uh. What's up, Michael Willard? I made it. What's good, Crow? First time seeing you live. Super excited. Oh, well, I'm done. Sorry, man. I'm just kidding. Um, we're at 24 minutes. I like to try and keep uh, some of these videos at least under 30. Um, and here's the thing. I see a lot of reference to altcoins. And, you know, look, I'm not worried about the altcoins. The altcoin market is going to flourish uh, when when sentiment has been confirmed and Bitcoin is on a solid uptrend, 
um and and we start that real bull market i still think we're in a bull market now i, I do i think we've already started to transition because like i said even if um even if this hadn't happened even if this giant pump hadn't happened if we look at the trend we would probably be somewhere we would end up around 4400 or so by about like by mid month anyway that's that based off of the trend that i've been seeing so somewhere around here and i think this is kind of where i see us correcting to and i think because this giant spike in price all at once from two different occurrences uh i think that if we didn't have those we would end up touch i think one way or another we'd end up at around 4500 and touching that before we start to go up again that's just the way i see that's what makes sense to me based off of what i'm seeing and and so that's what i'm expecting and so for me you know right now i mean it's like a maybe a five five hundred dollar difference in price so yeah I, I but but see once this is all transpired once this has all happened i think then as bitcoin continues to rise then we're going to start people starting to put more of that bitcoin into the altcoins because when the altcoins pump they pump 10 20 30 40 50 percent over a 24 hour even seven day period against bitcoin maybe rising five to seven to eight percent so people are going to be using the Bitcoin that they buy. They're going to wait for Bitcoin to get a pump because typically when Bitcoin pumps, the altcoins kind of stay stagnant, maybe lose a little bit. Then there's that altcoin pump. And when the altcoins pump, people are buying more of these altcoins, which is going to drive the value of those altcoins up faster than Bitcoin. And so we're going to see this kind of back and forth. And then as the market really starts to change, and we really get more bullish, we're gonna start seeing these fluctuations back and forth over the next year as one pumps the other, pumps the other, and back and forth, back and forth, we go until they all rise up together. And so at that point, the swing trade isn't gonna be about Bitcoin to USD, it's gonna be Bitcoin to whatever altcoin you're trading. And then we're gonna be back to where we used to be in the bull run, we're gonna be back to when bot trading was making a killing and bots are crushing it. You know, I, I expect Aquatoss to start crushing shit when we get back to that place. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait until, I mean, I, I'm using my Aquatoss bot right now and it's making me profit, but it's not, it's not like, you know, I'm not getting any big, well, and I'm not trading with that much uh, Bitcoin in it either right now. I think I'm trading with like half a Bitcoin. Um, so, but I mean, it's making me profit. I've got a lot of bags. You know, and when there's a big pump, those bags go away and then it starts new ones. And it's just this ebb and flow. But when the market is bullish, that ebb and flow, the time frame between the ebb and flow gets shorter and shorter and shorter. And to the point where, you know, you can really kick off some solid profits with bot trading. And you don't have to worry, lose any sleep over it. Um, I love fear in the market. I bought it 51 cents. I'm in profit for a minute. <laughs> Smash the likes. Let's help Crow grow. Yeah, I appreciate it. I really do appreciate it. I, I tell you what, there's there's no better feeling than when I do a video and I see, oh my gosh, it's at 4,000 views and like 400 likes already. That's great. It hasn't even been a day. 
And I don't take that shit for granted, man. It's like, you know, a lot of guys, they expect it. They are, they're always doing everything they can to push everybody to do it. I like to feel like, look, if I deserve it, it'll happen. And if I don't deserve it, it's not. And that, you know, it's, I don't know. Sometimes I, I've, I come out with some really good stuff that's really helpful and really inspiring. And some days I'm just kind of hanging out and chilling. And uh, so, yeah, looking for the golden cross. I don't think that golden cross is expected until like September, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, you're saying it's going to continue to drop from here on out? No, not from here on out. I just think we're, I think it's likely we're going to see 4,500. That's all I'm saying. 4,500 to me just seems right. It feels right. and It makes sense based on everything that's happened over the past week and a half. Um, peace. I can tell you're a genuine person. Super happy to be here. Uh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. I, I try to be very genuine. I, I try to be as straight up as I can. Um, you know, I don't refer to myself as an expert of anything. Uh, well, I'm an expert in some things, but I can't talk about those on YouTube. Oh, uh, no, I, I kid. I, I, yeah, I just try to keep it real and, uh, it is what it is. You know, I, I don't really have any big major agenda or anything. Um, just is what it is. So I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Everyone else is love hanging with you, Crow. You didn't punk out during this bear market. I tried not to, I will say it was rough. It's rough trying to come up with new stuff to do videos on on a regular basis. And I just couldn't bring myself to be like reading crypto news all the time. And granted, it helped a lot of people stay consistent and, and continue to grow their channel. But I don't know. I just feel like so much news um, is just bullshit. I mean, that's the way I feel about it. So um, we need one final consolidation phase for an upward launch. That, that I agree with. And I think we need an organic increase, not just some crazy over-the-night pump. And I think that's what we're going to see. We're seeing a correction from what happened overnight. It wasn't organic. It wasn't as real. Like it was obviously real. Somebody's buying the Bitcoin, but I think that it's just that's different. One person with a lot of money uh, doesn't dictate to the rest of the world exactly like long term what's going to happen. Hey, Crow, great to hear from you. Yes, I agree. Forty five hundred or even going back down. Need I say this? To test again the 3100, at least to see how that pans out, just like it did back in 2014-15 bear market. I guess that's possible, but I don't I don't think we're going to go that low. Or could we go lower than 4500? Yeah, I think that's possible, but I think that that's where we're heading. I think we're, we're much more likely to see 4500 than anything else. Um, I just don't see, I don't see 3100 again. I really don't. I really don't. We, we've come too far. I mean, 3100 we're already up $2,000. That was in December. You know, a few months ago, we were $2,000 less than we are today on Bitcoin. I don't see us just dumping all that. Uh, again, anything is possible. I just don't see it. Because it took some time to get here. The price can fall. The price of Bitcoin is going to fall much faster then it will rise. So I will say that. It's a lot easier for people to sell, especially if they're selling at profit. You know, a lot of people that sold at 3,000 or bought in at 3,000 or 3,100, very likely if we ever touch 6,000, which is this area up here, 
we ever touch that, we're likely going to see some a, a really big war because there's going to be a lot of people trying to sell and take profit at that point. And, and knowing that that's the sentiment and that's a widely accepted thing that's likely to happen, a lot of people are likely to do it. And, um, you know, and then drive us down a little bit. And I think that's what a lot of people have been expecting. They, I don't think they were expecting this here. They were expecting this to continue up get through these resistance lines, touch into this zone, and then crash down to like 4,500. And that's still possible. We can do a complete reversal right now and just head back up, touch six grand. I mean, there are multiple situations that could happen. What I'm happy with is the fact that I kind of understand what's going on. And it's making things a lot easier because I like, um, you know, ultimately I, I want to get to a point where <clears throat> I, uh, you know, I can eyeball this, you know, I want to be able to, and that's one of the reasons why Ichimoku is actually really, really helpful is because I can look at it and kind of eyeball things now and get an understanding as to where we are on any given time chart. Um, keeping it real, Crypto Rhino, keeping it real. All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go back to work on this technical indicator stuff. And, um, oh, I will say, though, that when I made my swing trade last night, it wasn't until the next candle that I got the sell signal for Market God. So I'm like, yeah, beat, beat the signal. That's twice now I beat the signal. So the two trades that I did make where I was up, you know, I was up like two grand. Um, both times I beat the signals. So I was pretty happy about that. Um, crow, you cookies, oatmeal, or chocolate chips? Crow, you cookies, oatmeal, or chocolate chip? I like them both. Variety is the spice of life. Crow your coins, folks. I'll see you again soon. Thanks for joining me.